Hi, I'm Mara Webster with In Creative Company, and today I'm thrilled to be joined by the wonderful Violet McGraw, who's currently starring in the film Megan. And I wanted to start by just asking you a little bit about the audition process, because you went through a few rounds. I know that you had to do some virtual auditioning as well, and I was just interested in what that experience was like for you. So I auditioned, and before I did any of the audition, actually, I read the script so I could understand what was going on and what it was about and how Katie felt. So then after we read it, we just gave a shot at it, and we sent it in, and a few weeks later, I got a callback. So I did the callback, we taped it, and on my ninth birthday, it's been like a few months now, and it was my ninth birthday, and I was on Zoom with my managers, and they told me that I booked the role of young Katie, and I thought it was just an amazing like birthday present on my birthday. And I just, I was really happy about it. And then before I went to New Zealand, after like maybe a few days after I was on Zoom and I found out I booked it, I I went on a Zoom with the director and we started like talking about the film and things like that. And we just got to know each other a little bit more. And he told us like how Megan was going to go. And I was just really excited to get started. That's so great. Did did you have just one particular scene for the auditions or did you end up having a few different scenes from the movie that you got to read beforehand? I got to do two different scenes for the audition. That's great. You know, and, and you mentioned obviously getting to know the director uh, before starting to film. What were some of the things that that you were told about Megan and how she was going to move and, and what she was going to look like before you got to set and saw her for the first time? I was really excited to see how they were going to bring Megan alive. I didn't know how they were going to do it because I mean, she, well, I mean, they did an amazing job. She looks, because when they were, when I was reading the script, I'm like, she's just like a real human being, not just a robot. And she's so lifelike. I'm like, how are they going to make this? But it was just so cool hearing how they were going to do all of it. And I was just, I was in so much shock, like hearing it. Cause I'm like, oh, I could definitely not do that. <laughs> and what, what was the experience like the first time that you saw the, the doll that they had on set? Because you had both, I think, a robot and then also sometimes you had kind of a costume that Amy Donald was inside of. Yeah. So when I first saw Megan, I was a little creeped out by her because she's so lifelike. But since I was there for three months, I pretty much every scene I did was with Megan. So I got used to her and I became very close with Amy Donald because she is such a sweet person and we always would hang out. And I actually became very close with like the doll as well, like just the doll. I would have conversations with her and things like that. I would tell her about myself. I would tell her like my favorite band or my favorite song. And I I, I had conversations with her between takes. That's why I think it was really easy to like film with a robot because she's so lifelike. So I felt like I was actually talking to human being. It's amazing, you know, and, and, Obviously, we meet Katie at the beginning of the film, and she's just lost lost both of her parents in a car accident before she goes to live with her aunt, played by Alison Williams. And so she's very kind of quiet in a lot of those scenes. Um, what was it like going into filming a lot of those early scenes where she doesn't yet have Megan? She doesn't really have anybody yet that she can share anything with, and she's just kind of much quieter at the start of the movie. 
Well, I knew that I just had to be very sad because Katie just lost her parents. So she's definitely not going to be in a happy mood. And she just, I had to make sure that I could express my feelings like without, because a lot of times Katie was quiet at first, like you said, because she doesn't really feel like it's her home and she kind of doesn't feel like comfortable at Gemma's house yet. But that's why it's so amazing when she meets Megan, because she, as soon as Megan comes along, Katie gives her like a tour of the house and she becomes very close with her. She became like her sister. And that's why I feel like when Megan like, started <laughs> killing people Katie I feel like she kind of got a little bit of that it was kind of Megan doing it but I Katie probably didn't want to say anything because it's the happiest she'd been since her parents died so she did not want to lose Megan and you know you've you've, t- you've talked about Katie as a character and she's someone how she's someone who has very strong emotions um and that you really enjoyed getting to play so many different emotions were there any scenes in particular that were quite challenging when it came to very expressive emotions for Katie as a character for you it was actually really fun when I would throw like big tantrums because I, I thought it was really fun when I just kicked the chair I thought it was a really fun thing to do and they actually they did not show this in the film but when I was talking to Lydia I had this scene where I like knock down everything in the testing room I like destroy everything it's actually it was supposed to be right before I throw the stool at like at the the window area um, but I, yeah, I was actually really fun getting to be like crazy angry and sad because it was like, <laughs> I loved destroying the room. I don't know why, but it just felt very fun to explore all those different emotions, but especially being crazy angry. <laughs> Probably because we, we can't do that in everyday life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> You know, and I, I wanted to talk a little bit about working with Allison Williams as well. And it it sounds like the two of you had a lot of time to get to know each other before filming and between scenes. And, you know, how did that help you in terms of building their relationship on screen, which really develops into this beautiful space and, you know, not just talking about character, but getting to know each other as, as people and as friends? Well, I loved working with Allison Williams. She is super smart and really funny. And like, I, I Sometimes I can get a little sarcastic at times and like Allison just got me right away. And I think that's why we became very close on an offset because she just got like my personality right away. And I just thought it was amazing to hang out with someone that gets my sarcasm because not everyone gets it right away, but Allison totally got it right away. And I just thought, I think that's why we became very close because we were both kind of sarcastic and really funny. So I just loved working with Allison. That's amazing. And you also had the experience of filming this in New Zealand. And I know you're a huge, huge fan of Lord of the Rings and the movies. And you got to go visit some of the locations on set. What what was that like getting to make a film in New Zealand and knowing that that's the location of your favorite movies? Well, well, first when I heard my dad told me just a few days ago, like, before I knew where it was going to, well, I knew it was going to be filming in Canada. Well, I thought it was going to be filming in Canada at first. So a few days after that, my dad told me like, I asked my dad just randomly. I'm like, where was Lord of the Rings filmed? And he's like, New Zealand. And I'm like, oh, I definitely wish I could go there one day. And then like a few days later, I found out it was going to be filmed in New Zealand. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I could not believe it. I was so excited. So when I got there, I just, and we, it was like the Shire was like, four or three hours away from where we we were staying. And it was so worth it because when I got there, it just didn't feel real. It was 
so beautiful and so green. And I felt like I was in the movie and I, I could hear the birds chirping. I felt like I was in the movie and it was just so beautiful. And I saw when I saw Bilbo Baggins house, I like got so emotional because I was so happy and then we crossed the bridge that was in the movie and I don't know I just I we took so many pictures that day because I was like I can't pictures or it it just it didn't happen because I can never ever forget this moment but just seeing everything there it was so beautiful and I was so happy because I never thought that I would actually see the Shire in person (laughs) I'm so glad you got to experience that. And did you did you get to New Zealand a little bit before filming? Like, was there any rehearsal period that you had before? Or was a lot of this movie just having to dive straight in once you were in production on set? Well, when we got there, we had to quarantine for a few days, for like 14 days, I think. But when I was in the hotel, I would go on Zoom with the producers and they would tell me a little bit about like what was going to happen and how set and how Megan was done. A little bit more about Megan because it was a bigger update. Um, And I got to meet, talk to Amy Donald for the first time on Zoom in the hotel. And I, as soon as I saw her, we just, she was so nice and so sweet. I could not wait to meet her in person. And yeah, we had a bit of like rehearsing, like stunt wise, because Amy Donald had to practice a lot of like stunts because she's the doll. So she can do a bunch of like weird movements. But the only like I had to do, I had to practice for a few stunts, like for some scenes in the forest. And we would also do like a bit of like going over lines in the scenes. So we would like for like the stunt scenes, we would go over the lines so we would know what we're doing. But yeah, we had a bit of rehearsal. What what was the difference like when Amy wasn't inside of the costume and it was a robot that was moving because then you would, I think, have the director that would giving was giving you the lines instead yeah. of Amy. So she was on set for you a lot of the time, but not every single scene. Yeah, it was actually pretty, like it kind of felt the same. Be, I mean, because it was just, since she's so lifelike, like I said, I felt like I was talking to a real human being. So I didn't, the only difference that was, is that Amy would say the lines if she was going to be in Megan. But when I was talking just to the doll, it would be my director calling it out. And it was really fun getting to do that. But yeah, that was, that was pretty much the only difference there was. Oh, and Amy Donald can do a bunch of weird movements. The doll can't do that. But yeah. (laughs) And one of the, one of the scenes that's that's kind of fun in the movie is that they end up using Katie to film an advertisement and to talk about what it is that she loves about Megan. And did you start to find that the reasons that Katie started to connect to Megan and really loved her as a friend and like you said, as a sister started to be a lot of the same things that you were finding yourself in working alongside her as well? Yeah, I mean, for sure. I definitely felt like that because it was kind of like a little bit of a similarity because I just met Megan too. And Katie just met Megan too. So I kind of, we definitely had a bit of similarities on, on, on set compared to my character, because when I, when I first saw Megan, I thought she was just terrifying. I did not, I was just scared, but like I, I worked with her for a long time and what's so funny about Katie is that she did not find her terrifying at all at first she was just right away when she did that drawing I she was like she was in right away and I thought it was really fun to see like getting to react to the, the picture that she drew and it's so funny to me how like Katie is so close with Megan she treats her like a real human being and I feel like 
when Aunt Gemma started to like see that, that's why she was kind of like making Megan might be a problem because I mean, in life right now, we can get like, we can rely on our devices a lot. And that's, it's kind of like Megan is Katie's like phone or iPad. So that's why she became a bad problem. But I think that's why Katie was just right into it right away because she just lost her parents. So she just needed someone to cheer her up. And Megan did that right away. <laughs> right. And then obviously she learns that, that Megan isn't everything that she seemed like she was at the beginning and, you know, knows that she's been killing people and taking people's lives around her. <laughs> And for you, what what was what was that like for Katie to suddenly learn that this this kind of doll and person and confidant and friend of hers is suddenly capable of all of these things because essentially she's losing her best friend all over again? Yeah, I feel like Katie just didn't want to accept what Megan was doing. That's why she didn't tell the police officers anything or Aunt Gemma. But yeah, because I'm pretty sure Katie knew what was going on. And that's why she's asked her, like, did you push him onto the road? And she didn't, Megan didn't exactly say yes, but Katie definitely got the idea. But I feel like, like, just because Katie is very, depressed at first when she saw Megan it was like she was her best friend and she just didn't want to lose someone that was like family to her again because Megan has been the closest person to her since she lost her parents so it was I feel like for Katie obviously it wouldn't be like losing her parents but if she lost Megan she would just be in another sad mood and like she lost someone again that's why she did not want to accept what Megan was doing to people. And in talking a little bit about the end of the movie and and talking about some of the spoilers there, um, I wanted to talk about the sequence where you get to control Bruce, which is the other robot that we meet in the film, because those scenes were so great. Um, And you kind of have these gloves that control Bruce. But I know that Bruce the robot was filmed separately to what you were doing. Um, And so how did you work with the director and the rest of the team to come up with the choreography or to film those scenes? It was really cool. I rehearsed it for like two days, like the movements with the gloves. And then we like filmed it the next day. After the two days, we filmed it the next day. And it was actually really fun because I felt like a superhero because even though I, when I was doing it, I did not see any of that happening. I just had to kind of picture it all in my head. But when I saw the movie, I'm like, oh my gosh, that just looks amazing. And it looked so good. I was so impressed by how they did it and how they edited it and all. It was just so amazing. And controlling Bruce just felt really cool and heroic. <laughs> I felt like like the gloves, how they did the gloves and how they light up. It was so amazing. And when I go like meet Bruce, I felt like I needed to put my hands on my hips because I think I was a bit of a superhero there. I love that. And and when you had the experience of finally seeing the finished film, what what was your favorite scene or what were some of your favorite moments to finally get to see on the big screen? Definitely. Okay. Definitely controlling Bruce at the end, but I also can't get over Megan's iconic dance scene. I mean, I really love her dance and I just love that it's going so viral on TikTok right now. I just think it's so cool how her dance, definitely the dance scene or whenever Megan sings. I just think the singing scenes are also really funny. I saw you, I saw you doing the dance with Mario Lopez on TV. Did (laughs) 
Did you learn the dance as soon as you saw the movie or did you learn it just for doing that TV? Piece yeah, I did learn it. Like as soon as I saw like the, how they did it, I learned it. I kept doing it so much. I would do it in public. I would just do it in my house. I would just do it like out of the blue. <laughs> but yeah, I definitely did that dance I, a lot. I literally was doing it today. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for talking about the movie. It's it's such a fun film. I'm so excited that we already know we're going to get a sequel. So really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Violet. Thank you for having me.